Utah State basketball practices are underway, and uh, some new faces, some old faces returning as well. Coach Odom is back for another season at Utah State. And Coach, first, uh, let's just start off with, how was your off-season in, I I know it's a a busy time trying to recruit players and assemble your roster and also your your schedule for the upcoming year, but what was the off-season like for you? It was a lot of fun, you know. Uh, When you first, you know, take over a job and you're in year one, you know, you can you can sometimes feel like you're, you know, drinking water through a fire hose, you know, and, and uh, a little bit crazy trying to get adjusted. And uh, we were really fortunate last year uh, that, you know, we inherited some great kids. And, uh, you know, we had a fun season. Uh, we had a, a disappointing, you know, end to the year. And certainly we wanted to continue to advance, you know, in the NIT and, and also in the conference tournament. But, yeah, you know, we fared pretty well against a good Colorado State Colorado State team, and and uh, you know they uh, came out on top there on the last last play. But you know the summer was good. Uh, our guys worked really hard, and and uh, you know in the summers you're really trying to work on the individual player and and try to help them improve on some of the areas that certainly need work, and then you're really trying to develop your team chemistry and uh, and get stronger, quicker, faster tougher in the weight room and so I, I feel like we feel like our guys did a great job with that this summer they understand how hard it is to win in our league and uh you know the summer kind of in the spring uh and what now is the fall really prepare you for for the tough mountain west and now we're beginning to put the pieces together and and start our practices so to answer your question we tried to really focus on you know, being more connected and improving our culture and really diving into that uh, while getting tougher collectively uh, and then implementing our new faces, you know, into our program, which has been, you know, seamless, quite honestly. So what have, what have been some of your early reactions to training camp? Uh, and it's, it, it's infant, it's, it's pretty young, but a couple of practices in as a team, how's it going so far? Yeah, it's going really well. Uh, you know, our guys have worked really hard so far, and as you would expect, you know, in your first couple of practices. But, you know, our guys have been back since, you know, late August, you know, the week before school started here. Uh, you know, our guys were back and, and kind of getting after it a little bit. And so we've been in the gym. It's not like we haven't been in the gym. They've been in the gym together as a team. And, and so, you know, it's a little bit anticlimactic sometimes when, you know, it's not like it used to be on October 15th, you know, when, you know, there's midnight madness and all that kind of stuff. You've kind of been going all summer and, and throughout the fall. Uh, you're just going more consecutive days now. And so I think that's the challenge. You know, it's harder on your body. And our guys certainly are, are doing their best to make sure that they're healthy and, and, uh, and recovering and doing all the right things nutrition-wise to, to keep themselves hydrated and ready for practices and and the practices are longer this time of year and you're trying to put things in you have to stand around sometimes to get that done and uh, it requires you to be really recover quickly and get going and and really focus mentally i mean it's 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 a you're kind of running the gamut you know of physicality banging against one another but also having to use you know your mind to really focus and remember you know, responsibilities, plays, and, and defensive coverages and all that kind of stuff. So feel good about where we're at in the first few days. And, uh, you know, really looking forward to, 
uh, you know, continue to develop the team. Well, and I guess to that also, just, you know, you've got more time to integrate the new players with ones you had coming back. So how how has that been working and getting the new players up to speed with your style and how you want things to do? I mean, last year you were coming in and implementing something that was new to everybody. Well, most no everybody. Doubt. I mean, Brandon Horvath and RJ notwithstanding. But but yeah. uh, for, for this year, there's some more of that institutional muscle memory for some of these guys, but for others it is new. Yeah, no question. And we certainly change things from year to year offensively and add new things and, and certainly defensively as well. We try to you know, keep it fresh and, and make sure that what we're doing fits our personnel. And certainly this next year's team, it's going to be a little bit different, you know. Our our five man last year was Brandon Horvath. He would, you you would see him rebounding the ball and, and initiating offense and dribbling it up the court. May not see that quite as much, you know, this year. There's only, there's probably only one five man that, you know, would do that at this point, and that's that's Dan Aachen. Uh You know, Daniel, a uh, little bit like Brandon, or a lot like Brandon, you know, played for us at UMBC for four years, and uh, he knows how kind of how we do things. Even though what we're doing uh, is different and his teammates are different, he has a feel for how we coach, and, and so that's kind of old hat for him. It's pretty, it'll be pretty cool for us to finish it out his last year. Taylor Funk, you know, Taylor you know, committed in April and, and was here a couple of weeks later, and so he really hit the ground running. He, he quite honestly, he hasn't even been home to Pennsylvania at this point. Wow. And so he's been here all summer. He's, he's soaked in everything that – Cash Valley and Utah in general have with his teammates. Uh, he's been to Bear Lake. He's done all kinds of stuff and uh, been in the gym, you know, and in the weight room and, and really developing that, you know, uh, chemistry that's so important, uh, you know, from a teammate's perspective. And so that's been huge. I mean, it's rare that you would ever, you know, name a one-year guy a captain and, you know, it was evident, you know, to our staff and most importantly, his teammates, that that needed to happen. And so we, we were able to, to name our four captains, Rylan Jones, Sean Bearstow, uh, Stephen Ashworth, and, and obviously Taylor. It's really cool how we did it, too. It was the first time we've ever done it this way, but we had, unbeknownst to our team, we had last year's captain, uh, Miller and Justin Bean, announced the new captains, you know, over a video. And uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, to kind of see the, our guys' reaction and just the responsibility and weight of that. You yeah, know, it was a cool we, reveal. We, that was cool. Saw you guys share that on social media. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And, uh, and so, you know, there's a big responsibility to be a captain at Utah State. A lot of great players and coaches that have come before, and there will be great ones after, you know, uh, our guys leave. And um, and we want to make sure we're upholding that standard, you know, that's been set set here for us. And we want to try to increase it. And uh, Taylor's been great. You know, he can really shoot the basketball. He's an all-court player. He's different, you know, than, than Bean. He's probably a combination of Bean and Brandon a little bit because he moves so well and he can handle. Uh, he's a sneaky rebounder. Uh, he scored 1,400 points in the Atlantic 10 Conference. Pretty good. Isaac Johnson's done really well. He's really happy here. Obviously a Utah kid and uh, did really well in high school, went on his mission, ends up at Oregon, and now is back with us uh, doing really well. Mason Falsh, the local legend here, 
you know, has really surprised. And, and uh, I don't say that in a negative way. It's just, you know, I didn't see, I didn't have the benefit of everybody here in Cache Valley watching him live, you know, all of those years. And just to see the combination of athleticism and competitiveness and toughness that he brings, you know, he, he's a guy that'll be a captain here one day at Utah State. And I, that really kind of segues into one of the other questions I had for you, and I think you've already kind of alluded to it and answered it, but just how do you feel about the, the leadership of, of your team, the, the student-athlete leadership that you've got on your squad this year? Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty simple. We love it. You know, uh, that's the easy answer. We love who we have in those positions. And some might say, well, why do you need four captains? You only have 13 guys on scholarship, you know, 16 on the team. Well, every year is different. And last year it was important for us to, you know, with a new staff coming in and and Brock and Bean had been here, I easily could have made Brandon a captain, but Brandon hadn't done anything here yet, you know, at at Utah State, nor had I. And I wanted to make sure that those guys, you know, shared in that responsibility to kind of lead the team last year. And now Steven's ready. Ryland's ready. You know, Ryland grew up here. And uh, Sean Bairstow, he's seen – Mountain West championships and been a part of winning teams. He knows what it takes, and he knows how hard it is to win because he's seen what we went through last year and so many close losses, and so he's hungry. And, you know, we have a a saying in our our locker room that, you know, our guys see every single day, and it's all about our culture. And it's behaviors, you know, that we tolerate, behaviors that we celebrate. And so that's our job, not just my job, but it's our team's job. It's certainly our captain's job to make sure that we're not tolerating anything that will lead us down a losing path and that we're celebrating everything that we know is going to help us, you know, uh, compete for a Mountain West championship. And so it's a pretty simple concept. Our guys believe in it and, uh, you know, we're all in on it. Pretty cool experience this last year for Max Shulga to go and represent his country, obviously, with everything else that's going on at home for him. But uh, cool to see him uh, represent his country uh, and, uh, in some tournament internationally. What was that like for him, and, and how did that help his progression as a player? Yeah, that was huge. I mean, when he first asked me, I was a little bit worried about it because I wasn't quite sure you know, where they were going to train and how that was going to go. And, you know, they ended up starting in Italy, and then they finished, I think, Romania. I can't remember where it was. And then they went on to the tournament. And it was a great experience for him. I mean, for him to go into the under-20s and average close to 20 a game, I mean, that's that's pretty special. Uh, not a lot of guys do that. They play in college. And, and those guys are probably playing in the NBA somewhere. And, you know, if you had to ask me who's who's probably the most improved player so far, it's certainly him. You know, he's... He's a tough guard, you know, at this point. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's really uh, competing on both ends. You know, he's a guy that our guys trust. And, uh, you know, we're excited that, that he's, he's back here for another year. He actually got asked to play in the men's national team, you know, later in August. And, and he had to decline that, you know, just because we were starting school. But he'll be on that national team, you know, in the future for sure. But expecting big things out of Max as he's expecting big things from himself. Coach, last question for me is, uh, as I had a chance to go up and watch a little bit of your practice, um, looked like there were a couple guys who were not practicing. Uh, just talk about the health of some of your players right now. Yeah, we've got a couple of guys that are a little dinged up, which happens this time of year. Uh, you know, Taylor and Ryland. Ryland should be out there next week. You know, pretty quick recovery just with turf toe. 
Um, not that that's anything to sneeze at. You know, certainly you don't want anybody to have an injury, but he'll be back out there. He's had an awesome summer. I mean, Ryland's done great. Steven had a broken wrist and, and was out for a long time over the summer, and now he's back out there, been back out there for about a month or so and playing really good basketball. And uh, Taylor, Taylor's got a little bit of a fracture in his heel, but he'll be back, uh, you know, as soon as we can get him back. We're not exactly sure when that's going to be, but he's, uh, it certainly is tracking, you know, before we begin our season. And that's why it was so important for him to get out here early. Unfortunate that he did that, uh, but, you know, it's part of the game. And uh, we've got a, he's a veteran and, and he'll be back and ready to roll. I guess I lied. I have one last question. <laughs> Just that you, you, you've got a cool opportunity coming up, and maybe it's not much of a question as much of an opportunity for you to talk about your event coming up next week where uh, folks can come out and see what this team looks like. Yeah, no question. It's uh, it's actually our first annual blue-white scrimmage, and uh, we're doing it on homecoming. So, you know, Aggie fans can come and, and have an opportunity to see us, you know, compete against one another in, in sort of a pseudo-open practice. Obviously, we'll introduce the players, sign autographs. Uh, it'll be a fun, a fun day and a uh, fun evening, and uh, and then we'll watch the uh, the Aggies go to war the next the next night uh, in in football. And obviously, it's a big weekend. That's not the only thing that's going on. We've got volleyball, I believe soccer as well. You know that weekend, so it'll be a big homecoming weekend. And for any Aggies uh, that are coming back in town for that or live in Cache Valley that want to come. 7 o'clock Friday night uh, should be a lot of fun. We are not doing an exhibition game. Typically, we would play one, uh, you know, uh, against a non-Division one uh, like we did last year. This year, we're, we're going to have two closed scrimmages uh, against Power 5 teams. So that'll be a good opportunity for us to kind of test where we are. So if you're wanting to see us before game one, uh, you need to get out next Friday night at 7 o'clock in, in the spectrum. Coach, always a pleasure. Appreciate you uh, spending some time with us, and uh, enjoy your weekend, and, and keep working <laughs> on those kids during uh, this uh, training camp. Awesome. Thanks so much, Eric. Take care. Okay. Thanks, Coach.